Right, welcome to the latest edition of the Progress with Unity podcast. And it's uh, we've relocated this evening, we're in the Springfield pub in Springfield, obviously. Uh, Bart's just come in and his dad is up the bar drinking door beer. Anyway, we've got Greg. How are you doing, Greg? Duff beer. Duff beer. Door, eating door nuts. Yeah, that's right. it. Yeah. And Greg said he's not so bad. And Dan interrupted me with me a little joke before I got it out. I'll put it back in again now. And we'll start again. No, I don't want to start again. We'll carry on. Paul, are you doing Paul? I'm not too bad. Woke up with headlock this morning. Yeah? Yeah, Mrs. had a restless night's sleep. That's how you get to the start of the I haven't turned off the buzzes, the rest are just done. That's it. Numbers down. Gareth? Well? No jokes. No, it's a serious one tonight. I've got some serious stuff to discuss. Mick. Yeah, good. good. Right, Barry. How are you doing? I'm all right, thanks. And Rob. Yeah, belts. Good stuff. Right. First of all, we'll dive straight in uh, with the fact that Billy Davis has received a touchline ban for his antics at the Latics. <laughs> Gareth, you're well aware of this, aren't you? Yeah. Apparently, he's uh, received a one-match touchline ban for a two thousand pound fine. Well, he deserves it. That's all <laughs> I can say. Yeah, he deserves it. That's it just oh. behind the way, Doug, and he was awful. I tell you what, though, he wasn't as bad as uh, Paul Dickoff, so Dickoff's got off lightly, but he was terrible. Okay, no, no what will be happening, obviously, because we've had no game, have we? We've, the internationals have been on. But before we start talking about the Lassics, let's talk about the Lassics player who uh, scored a cracking goal last time, if anybody saw Scotland. Yeah, mm. Smeaker. Right, go on, Rob, you tell us all about it, Smeaker. It was an absolutely tremendous free kick from. What, roughly 27 yards out. How was the free kick earned? Oh, well, I didn't, I've not seen that, I've just seen it. You don't know, Well, what's the other Lassets connection to Scotland? Was it oh. James McCarthy with his magic feet? Yeah, well, it wasn't Gary Carwell with magic crutches, was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was James. Yeah, little Roman, uh, he got tripped up, didn't he? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've only seen the goal, but it was brilliant. It was very much, it was like, uh, special, it was like the QPR goal, the goal against Borough. The free kick against Borough, yeah, very similar to that. For anybody who hasn't seen it, there's a video of it on the Vital Attic site, isn't there? There is, there's a video of it on, on www.wigan.com. <laughs> Vital Football. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so it was uh, yeah, internationals, all done dusted. So we're moving on now, <laughs> we'll, we'll move straight on. We've got a massive game coming up this weekend, I'd uh, like us right, to talk about and, and, and preview. Uh, we play Leicester City. The Leicester Foxes. Yeah, ob- obviously uh, they're one of the big clubs in, in, the, in this division. Uh, they draw the big crowds in. We've only played them twice in our, our history in competitive games. Both of them in the championship. Uh, they've not scored a goal against us yet. A nil-nil. I don't know if you remember this in the 2004-05 season. A nil-nil down, down here. On went to uh, Leicester on the 16th of April 2005 and beat them two-nil. Brett Arnold banging both goals in. But not much history between the two clubs, so uh, the, the, the standout thing for me in that game was the crowd had 23,000 and they were 15th in the, in the league at that time and they had loads of problems off the field as well, so well supported club. So it's going to be a tough game, Greg. Yeah, no, it will be. Seems one of those sides left, there's always there, thereabouts, but never seems to get over the line <laughs> you know, since we left the championship, you know. But, um, no, it's going to be a tough game, like you said. They're a very well supported club. It's always a good atmosphere. Uh, but a lot of Lattice fans will be going down there with good memories from the last time. I remember that, that game. Brett Almerod came in on loan, scored two good goals. And uh, 
really helps us push for promotion that season. So no, it'd be, be a tough one, but I'm, I'm confident if we can dig in deep, we'll, they'll get a result. Yeah. Uh, well, as you heard, Nigel Pearson, Dan, has been with them for three seasons. Seems to be an all right job. He's two come up. Um, they've had some some high profile managers of late. They had Sven there for a while as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Mandrich was was uh, the owner. Moved on now, hasn't he? Uh, they've got some uh, ties. Some, some ties in, yeah. Some some ties. They've got some ties in now. Who say they're throwing loads of money at it, but uh, the money that they're not really. Casper Schweinkling goals as well. Good goalkeeper, yeah. But can I ask a question? Did they still play at the Walkers Stadium? No. Oh, did they not? I was no. wondering if you got free crisps when you went in there. No, no, I no. They still play at that ground, but it's, it's not called that anymore. Oh, was it called now? King Power. Yeah. You took the words right out of my mouth. The King Power Stadium. That's just wow. Yeah. What a brilliant It's game. much better when you name it after yeah. the ego that paid for it, isn't it? <laughs> it's well, fine, yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> Leicester City, we're going to Leicester on, on Saturday. Do you expect them to be pushing this season for uh, for promotion alongside us? Or do you think they're one of the dark horses? Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. Um, when you say alongside us, I like that statement because that implies that we will be. And, you know, based on what we did against Forest, we should be. But Leicester's the first of a few away games, isn't it? Next couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. I think altogether this year we've. Uh, I think it was 23 away games and we've, we've played two, so that was just with 21, so we've got quite mm. a few coming up. We've got five before the end of the month. I was struggling to be honest with you. I was trying to divide 46 by two in my head and they've got struggling. It's not 23 then, is it? Because you've, the, you've got City away in the cup. Yeah, whatever you get in the FA Cup, plus yeah. you've got the three in Europe. But like, like I say, there's, there's five before the end of this month. We've got Leicester, Sheffield Wednesday and Watford as well. Say so that again, Gareth. We've got Leicester, Sheffield Wednesday and Watford away in September. Yeah, so those are our, our next three league yeah, matches. As well as City in the, the Cup away. Yeah. And you've got Belgium as well away. Yeah. Well, See, playing an international team. We are. Join yeah. uh, the old uh, Leicester Foss, as they used to be known, Gareth. They've got uh, some decent players down there, haven't they? Oh, some players. Decent at this level, shall we say? We've already mentioned Dan, Dan's already mentioned Casper Schmeichel, but uh, up front, just coming into a rich vein of form, is uh, David Nugent, isn't he? David Nugent, yeah. He's scored a penalty this year, David Nugent. Yeah, well, for him, that's a rich vein of form. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, he was knocking around, around these parts for a while. He was at Murray and, and Preston, and I know Paul Jewell tried to sign him when he was at. Yeah. Well, if you listen to Graham Barra, Graham Barra tells the tale because he was manager at Bury at the time and he phoned Paul Jewell up and tried to flog him to Atlantic for 150,000 and Jewell were hummed and hard and Preston stepped in and offered him 100 grand and two shit. He scored a shit lot of goals for himself. He scored yeah. a, lot, yeah. a lot of goals. He, he was one of them, those players that was looking at working his way up pretty much like you know Grant Holt's done. Yeah. Well, he um, got involved in the England squad. Yes, yeah. he's got an international yeah. cap. He, he kind of disappeared, didn't he, as he well? He never really cut in the Premier League. He's, no. he, he made his debut away at Andorra. What? Andorra. Yeah. yeah. Scored. Well, he didn't score, did he? Because uh, Jermaine Defoe ran and kicked it over the line. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. They played it to Barcelona, didn't they? Yeah. They got a couple of his man as well, Who else, Gareth? Well, they've won three games this season. So far, Jamie Vardy scored two goals for them, and Drinkwater 
there's all sorts. Is it Darren drink Danny, water? Danny, Danny, Danny drink water. water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why is it then when you said that I drank some of my water? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't an instruction. What's the defensive uh, like? Because Nigel Pearson was a big, strong defender in his time when he sent her out for Sheffield Wednesday. You'd expect him to, to, to build that team on, on a solid defence. You've no idea. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. You've got, you got Michael, go on then. Yeah. Which Michael? Yeah. He's a bit erratic for me. Do you, do you think he's a class act? Uh, no. no. I think he's a decent goalkeeper at this level. Um, I think the problem he's got is he's always going to get compared to his old man, isn't he? Well, I think oh, he's going to be up that. Yeah, I not taking on his own merits. Yeah. I remember I had a particularly good game against us for Nats County at that time. He's not really a couple of mustard at the top end, though, right? yeah, has he? He's, uh, he's always been kept back wherever he's been with a big club. And then he's broken through at the small yeah. But he's never really stayed at any one particular club long enough to make a good name for himself, has he? Yeah. A bit like Paddy Kenny. You know, Paddy Kenny's footed around a little bit, doesn't he? Yeah, but Paddy Kenny basically has followed what's his features around that. Yeah, Warnock. Yeah. Neil Warnock. That's because he's, yeah. got, he's got some juicy scandal on Neil Warnock, that's why. <laughs> but he's still playing for Leeds, isn't he, even though Warnock's moved on now. Yeah, 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 that's right. Where is he now, then? Uh, he's at Leeds. Sorry, he's... No, Neil Warnock. He's out of work. He's back in yeah, his... Well, I think... I think some Neil Warnock sort of uh, earmarked for the Latics job when uh, Owen Coyle takes over the Republic of Ireland after Trapezone has been sacked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I wouldn't like that, yeah. to be honest. No, that's a joke. We're not getting... <laughs> like no, he's not coming. <laughs> We're talking about Leicester anyway at the moment, so... Well, have you followed him at all this season, Rob? Not, the, not this season, but... One player, what sticks out for me, what's not been mentioned yet, is one of the lads up front. He's like a what you call a modern day forward. Uh, it's Jeffrey Schlupp. He's only a youngish lad. Can you talk without taking a drink? <laughs> what was his name? Jeffrey Schlupp. Oh, that was his name. Yes, <laughs> Jeffrey. Yeah, he's a. Uh, He's very highly rated and he's had a few Premier League clubs sniffing around him, including Manchester United. Uh, he doesn't score many goals, that's probably what something he's got to work on, but he's great at linking up, uh, he's, he's got pace, he's, he can get in behind, you can, uh, yeah. uh, I really like him and I think he's one to watch for that. Right. Half decent team would we say, half decent, yeah. from what we know about him. Yeah. Decent start isn't it, the better start than us. Yeah. Under 21's development assistant coach is a certain Nicky Eaton. Yeah, I did know that, yeah, wasn't it? 117 yeah. games for us between 2002 and 2009. Yeah, he's part, part of the team that got promoted to the Premier League, didn't he? Cracking, cracking. Yeah. Football. He, yeah. he, 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 he came to the Sportsman Club, Club D, rather. He came out with a cracking comment, which I've always thought was spot He says, you know, Wigan's, I'll forgive you anything as long as you put 110% effort in. He says, you can miss an open goal, you can let someone through, but yeah. you can see you've worked your hardest and what. You know, they'll you off, and yeah. I think that probably some of the Latics fans more than more than any comments in terms of play. So, yeah, is he also Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Honestly, yeah, Right. Anyway, so we'll move on to the game itself. We've got uh, referee this this week is uh, David Webb. 
No, he's no relation to Howard, and he isn't the David Webb who used to play for Chelsea. He scored a goal in the 70 Cup final replay at Old Trafford. It is, yeah, but it's not him. Knowledge. It's not him. The man with the coconut head. It's not his dad, Harvard. It's not his dad. Son, rather. Is he Howard Webb's alter ego? Is there any relationship to Harry? No, he's not swung the channel. No, that wasn't the one I was thinking. I was thinking Cliff. the one that turns up at Wimbledon. Oh, Cliff! Cliff. 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 Uh, not Captain Webb then. No. Right. No, he's not no relation to him. He's uh, a 35 year old. Billy Normates, by the sounds of yeah. it. Postman, <laughs> postman. Please say he's a postman. He's not a postman, no. Um, 35 year old author. Yeah, actually, he, he works with. Uh, Adults with learning difficulties, uh, which he says, what's the term? <laughs> <up here? laughs> well, which, which he says puts him in good stead for refereeing games and dealing, you know, learning his people skills and his management skills and dealing with, with players. Similar levels of control. <laughs> Yeah, you've got to, you've got to be able to command people. I can understand the watch. Yeah, I've read a, I read a good interview with him on, online, and he seems like he's a, he's a decent guy. Whether he's a decent referee, you're not going to be calling him wrong next year. Don't give it always yeah. now when you're yeah. going to turn on him in three days' time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's, I think he's had five games this season, and he's issued one red card. No. Well, the manager's back this week. Yeah, I was going to move on to that. So, um, our team selection for for this week. But before I do, before we move on to that and leave Leicester completely out of our thoughts, uh, offer before we started. Rob's just come up with a little gem. What he's seen today, haven't you? What was that about? Uh, oh yeah, Ryan Watson. Yeah, he's uh, signed for Leicester. He's, he's been on trial for the last week. Uh, he's just signed a, a permanent deal with them. Uh, wasn't he our young player of the season last season, Ryan Watson? Our youth player of the season. I'm sure he was. I'm You're sure not thinking of Ben Watson. Oh, sorry. No, no, sorry it, was either, it was either last season or the season before. He, he, he was uh, our young player of the season, so obviously. Yeah. He, he wasn't that good. Yeah, he's, he's 20, 20 now, isn't he? Yeah, probably, they're probably that's signing it. Ben and all the FA Cup winning goal scorers, so there'll be some little sky kid from Eiton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, anyway, let's get to team selection. So, Grant's already mentioned uh, Callum McManaman's fit, and we've also got Nick Powell joining the squad as well, which we've uh, signed Powell on loan, haven't we, from United for the season. Yeah. Anybody seen him play? Has seen him play in the under 21? Was that, um, there was a bit of footage of him scoring a screaming one in the training. Yeah. Which there's, a bit of pre- there's a bit of pressure on the lad. I mean, he's only had two appearances above League 2 level in the first team, and one of them was scoring against us. But, so he's not really that experienced on a consistent basis of playing at this level. You know, he, he, all he's done he's is played in Europe for United, though, hasn't he? He's played the only two games for United, though, one in Europe, one against sure. us. Yeah, and that was 20 minutes against us. I know, you've, you've, got to, you've got to remember, he's still not experienced. He might take a while to bed in. I think everyone's got this in his head that he's this hot shot player, and he is a good player. I've seen him play for Crew. you know, obviously saw him against us. You know, and they, and they put one in, and he's very highly rated by Alex Ferguson. So, you know, and he drives a fox called Carson. And he's been fired on it, Barry. <laughs> no, no, there was something. No, there was on, an article, wasn't there? All right. On the internet. Yes. Okay. I was going to say somebody paid you to say that, like box. No, 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 there was, no, a, there no. was an article where when he first turned up at United, um, some of the fellow players were laughing at his car. So he took to Twitter to sort of say, "What's wrong with my box called Carson?" Which was fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, do you think he'd, he'll be in the squad at least? Would we say on the bench? I think he might. Yeah, I think he might give him a go. 
I think uh, given the forward situation. Yeah, you can't you can't gamble with a with a brand new player in there uh, right from the very start. And for me, it's an opportunity now where Latics can come back after these international breaks, which has always been a bad time for Zante. Oh, historically, it's been awful. Hasn't to it? come back from one of them breaks, we need to get in a, in a, a winning mode straight away. Really. Because we've got so many picking away matches and we've got some crucial games, we've got some toughies coming up, some hard league matches were because they intermingled with these with the uh, League Cup and the uh, Europa Cup, we're gonna lose we're gonna lose track of how important some of these league matches are coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, sure. We need to get three points in the bag on Saturday. <coughs> Alright, if we if we're up and we need him, let's bring him on. But I Apart from McCarthy, I can't see why anything should change from uh, the Forest lineup. I was quite impressed with that. I liked the way in which Coyle changed things. McManaman? Well, McManaman, no, again, he's not played for three weeks. And I think the lad needs to learn, first of all. I agree. I think he needs to, he needs to be made to learn. He can't just walk straight back in. If that was me down in the dressing room and, so, and he came back after the sp- suspension, I'd be banging on the gaffer's door, me, and I'm asking her, come on, what's going on? I think the way it went against Forrest, I liked it, because I liked the way in which he changed things when he had to change it. which he, he did against Middlesbrough as well. The thing is, though, we've got Holto as well there, so that gives us another midfielder to slot in there. So you might say that's Powell and the stick the Manaman in, you drop Maloney in the centre, which I hope he does. And, you know, I, I still think it'd be great to see him a clean on either wing. But, you know, it will be, but I think he needs to earn. His place back. I'd stick him in the team, no doubt. I think I think we'll seriously lack pace in the last few games. I think it's been stuck out like a sore thumb. Like no pace up front. As as good as McLean's looked at times, I still think that you know he's just not clicked with the strikers. I know he's only played a few games, but you know we need someone who can cut inside, we can get that ball in. Last week, uh, before the Forest game, I mentioned about us, do you think we'd play three at the back and everybody laughed? And when we started the Forest game, we actually played, started the game with three at the back. So I was right there. So I'm going to say something else now to see if I'm, I'm right with this. I think he might play McManaman through the middle as a striker rather than out wide. That's a possibility. Yeah, definitely. Has he ever played in that position? <coughs> Yeah, I think he has. If he sort of played up for, uh, yeah. against Forest in the League Cup when he came on, when he, yes. when he scored that. When, when he was a kid, he was a striker. Goal, yeah. Every kid that ever kicks the ball wants to be a striker, do not he? No, but he's yeah. played off, so I'm saying he knows, <coughs> he knows what to do. He's not, it's not like he's been thrown in the deep end. He's yeah. been brought up, for, you know, he's played for a new team as a striker. And he can finish. We've seen he can finish. Yes. The goal against Newcastle, the goal against Forest. Uh, Spurs. Should have had one uh, in the Spurs. Spurs. Yeah. Exactly. The, the lads. Cool. <laughs> yeah. But do you cool bring that? Cool do you bring that pacing from the right hand side and stick it in the middle, and you know, then he stick on the right. Then for me, it, ideally, you you play a three that are switching, and then it's, it's, they're not really marking. It's a good area to have, though, isn't yeah. it? This, this selection problems. It's a good area to have. I mean, attacking four for me, though, McLean, McManaman, Maloney in the centre just behind Fortuna. It's imposing enough on its own that getting the cat, but then you've got MacArthur and you drop them because Gomez and Espinosa have done nothing wrong. So. Yeah. I don't think you could drop either of them, so. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. I think it's going to be hard for uh, to uh, earn his spurs. I think it's going to be a for the first choice, or should I say, first on the uh, you know, like first on the team sheet for playing out wide or even playing up the middle. Well, the game he got sent off, mate, I thought he'd lost it. 
and he needs to learn. He's a li- if he's like players like that, it's going to be a liability, isn't it? It's the way he's been reacting to things because if you look back at the notorious Newcastle one, right? It was one of them where we all stood up for him, we all backed him because he did actually connect with the ball first. But this was it was a retaliation to a very bad attempt by uh, the Bournemouth player. Well, the thing, the thing is, Newcastle was one bad challenge, and he—I think he kept his head fairly cool for most of the rest of that game. I—I I, I think, in terms of losing it, there was a number of times where he came on as a substitute under Martinez in the seasons before, and looked ropey, looked prone to to being carded again. Yeah, then rash challenges, isn't it? We're yeah, flying that's in. what you've got to be careful of. Um, like you say, his head goes. Yeah. Well, I thought that's what happened with the Bournemouth one. It was more after the challenge where he, he was. You could see it in his face, couldn't you? He was like, it was like the Billy Davis loop. You know that yeah. that week of that. Ah, <laughs> and, and, yeah. you know, that's what where I think he was. He was uh, losing it. Yeah, but he always looks like that. He does, yeah. See, what the thing is, though, is if we can d- if we can see this and we can discuss this. You're the opposite, uh, opposing manager. What do you say to your, uh, your well, left back? Well, 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 or what yeah. do you say to your midfield lads? Just give him a little tap there. Right, and we'll be down to ten men in a bit. We know this, yeah. It was the same with us last year with Fellaini. We played Everton three times and Fellaini did nothing because of the way we angled him, like niggling him and, mm. and poking him and, and what have you. Well, it should have been no, something. Kicking out. I'll change round now. This time last season, he's breaking yeah. into the team. Now he's a marked man. So, what about our back line then? I mean, I'm in the back three then. Do you think we'll stay with with the same across the back with Rodney, Barnett, Boyce, and perhaps Espinosa? I think we'll see Craney coming back in. Bolsajo. 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 Wait, Rodney, Boyce, so the other one's Del Boy, is it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Yeah, I think that's been the, the steadiest we've played. There was still one or two incidents of uncertainty in that Forest game. But when they was lumping it long <laughs> for long periods of the second half, no, no, we, stood, well, we stood again. up to the test, didn't we? We, we looked solid. So I think yeah. I don't think you can change. Well, it'd be good to get a solid back four playing, you know, for a few games in a row, so they get to know each other rather than. When did we last see the same defence start two games? Which have been that's, that's what True. really helped those partnerships as well. And I think mm. I think Ron is the man to come in and put a bit of a stabiliser bit. But you know, just put I mean, Perch misses out again yeah. then and. I think there's, there's uh, something today saying Perch is back available. Um, Has he been injured? I thought he was just rested or left on the bench. Oh, no, I thought it was dropped something. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what they said, didn't they? They said, they said rested, but really dropped. <laughs> Terminology's changed. I like the back line-up we had against Forrest, though. I think um, Ronnie, it, it won absolutely everything in the air. Oh, well, just like Rob <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm agreeing with you because oh, no, I thought he'd fall asleep then. So, Deja Vu. It was a good movie, that actually, wasn't it? Who was in that? Deja Vu. Oh, he's off again now. That was a good movie, that. Nobody means I'll set him up on you volume with me. Mm. Yeah. Back the good old days, eh? Back the good old days. Yeah, well, we'll not talk about that. We're playing in dresses, if you remember that one. You still got uh, goal celebration of the competition, though, didn't you? I did, yeah, I did. 
<laughs> Tell us about it, Barry. We'll edit that out. <laughs> Five minutes, is that, will that be alright? Two minutes. Thank you. Two minutes. I've got time, we anyway. Right. Shall we do a quick uh, predictions round? Go on, Greg, you be first. One more. One one from Greg. Gareth? 2 1 Wigan. Maloney and Gomez again. Fantastic. Mick? I think we'll hit 3. And uh, I don't think they will score anything. So I think we're going to win 3 0. Yeah, I think Rob. we're going to be better after the international breaks this season. I think we're going to win 2 1. Paul? 1 0 away, win. 2 1 for me as well to Wigan. Oh, uh, 1 1 for me. Stay in the negative, can't we, me, Baz? Yeah, you, never, yeah. you never get disappointed. Uh, no. Everything spoils. What happens to the early season? Optimism, we'll yeah. not win every game. <laughs> I think we'll, we'll, we lost one. <laughs> I think we'll have one eye on uh, on Thursday. On Thursday, because the European Adventure starts on Thursday. No, not a lot of people want to get injured for that, will they? No. And we, I don't know how many fans are going. I know we're going to talk about that on the, on the next podcast, uh, but just as a, a little... Uh, Something me and Greg are going to mention Josie's goal. Two different things now to finish off with tonight. I'm going to mention Josie's goal because um, we're going to run a, a raffle with a prize of flight tickets Ooh. to Maribor and back on the 12th. Is that where they make sweets? Yes, it is very tangy. So we're going to go to the sweet factory and then we'll take in the football game afterwards. So we're going to have some raffle tickets and they're going to be coming out soon. And the prize is two seats on this aeroplane. And the proceeds from, from it are going to go to Joseph's goal. So that's something to look out for. But Greg's also got, wanted to mention something about the 10k which uh, took place on Saturday. Yeah, it was Sunday. Even, Sunday. Sunday, yeah, it was, it was great. I think it was about 80 odd of us running for, for Joseph's goal, and it was, it was great to see so many people. Um, you know, you just put a lot of names to face, a lot of he's done on Twitter and email and, and whatnot these days, so it was good to, you know, to see quite a few people out running you know, for, for the charity. And I know Paul was really overwhelmed. And one of the standout points for me as well was Boise, because he, he rung up a couple of days before and he asked, he said, you know, he said to us, it's always. Um, to work at stand, I got the kids, I was like, will, will, will we get squashed and stuff? And so I just said, oh, I'll work with the organisers. We took him down to the start line before the race. It was me, Boise, and his three little kids pushing this pram through, all the bloody runners, getting down to the bottom. Finally got into the start line, he's high-fiving everyone. And I come back, he was with Wiggins, Wiggins had set him all off. I come back and he didn't he didn't leave until the last runner across the line. He was the only one there, high-fiving it. Not just Joseph's goal, but everyone, high-fiving everyone. It was just such a touch of class for me. Just, uh, you know, and he didn't, have to, he didn't have to do that. He didn't ask to do that. The only reason he was there was because he wanted someone to say for his kids to stand. But he made the most of it. I crossed the line when I finished, my, when, I, when I finished. Dying, absolutely dying. And all he was, Greg, Greg, Greg. Looked up and he's taking this bloody picture of me when I made the worst, <laughs> the worst minute. But he was shaking hands with everyone who came over the line. You know, every Joseph score one he was applauding. And, uh, he was just a touch of class for you know, FA Cup winning captain to do that. It's one of those things where you won't get anywhere else. But, you know, no, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. What a guy. Yeah, but yeah. No, all the way in the day was great. And I thought there were so many people out for Joseph score, but also the other charities as well. Joining Jack. You know, yeah. Joining Jack, especially yeah. as well. They, they did superbly organising it. and uh, it was just a really good day. Nick was lying the streets with a quite few other fans to, to, to watch. Yeah, went down with my family because we yeah. my lad was uh, doing it, and I just thought it was a wonderful, wonderful day. I was so in the park, myself. 
yeah. so boys and myself and uh, I took the little ones into the park afterwards and uh, we saw Mrs Kendrick yeah. pushing the pram round and actually it was really nice because there was a spontaneous outburst of applause which I thought was really nice yeah. yeah I was in the park but it was about half ten when I was in there and there was a, it, I think the first runners were just coming through you know the, and uh, I say what well, they, they weren't even sweating no. the ones in front of you they weren't even sweating so, and, but it was inspiring because after that there was all shapes and sizes ages male, female and it made you think right next year let's get ourselves fit as a podcast Let's get ourselves fit and we can do it. Well, you can sign up now. I'm already signed up, so let's see. There's two things to, go, to put to that. I was busy with a bad knee and Rob was stuffing his face. I did my here's, here's my signals already. <laughs> well, I'll do it. I'll do it. Overage. But I, I, it's inspired me so much, I'm, I'm going to do it next year. Even if I have to walk it, I'm, I'm still going to do it. No, it, was, it was cracking. And like I said, community feel from, you know, it was just a special event. And it's already open now for 2014, we're going to take uh, was, it, was the busker still on when you got in, in the park? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, was um, it, it was great because he was just shouting out at people he knew. He just stopped singing and they just, uh, they did hide him though. He's not just pitched up and started singing, by the way, Andy Mack. <laughs> And he's just picking out people in you, like you know, the mid verse, and then just uh, and just call somebody. It was brilliant. He <coughs> was coming away, and he could see down uh, at the bottom. People were still coming in through the gate, and he stopped singing and shouted like, "Will you bloody hurry up?" He says, "I'm dying, go pub." I just thought that would be. It was a, a lovely morning as well. It rained heavily in the afternoon, but the, the weather the weather stayed nice, didn't it? And I know, boy, what did boy say he was going to do? About Lucy's money? Yeah, he's doubling Lucy's amount, apparently, which is fantastic of him. Yeah, um, just, um, just a great guy all around. Stayed late on, and spoke to all the runners he wanted to speak to, and had posted with many pictures as, as wanted. It was, uh, it was brilliant. Oh, and before we, we finish, because we're going to finish in a minute, um, I've heard a bit of news myself today. There's a striker coming in into the club. He's coming in on loan, so I have no idea who it is, but there's a striker definitely coming in. Spill the beans. No idea. Really. Offer. No, there's a few rumours. I think. I think. I think they want. He, wants, he really wants to get someone on a loan. Whoever, obviously, whoever they get on loan can't play in Europe. support. So I mean, if they don't get it done before the European trip, then there's no big loss. But I, mean, I know he, he wants to get someone in quite quite quickly. Don't see with the um, with the whole syndrome now until, yeah. until October. And somebody very much in the nose told me this evening that uh, the the bid to sign Jordan Rose is going to be re- resurrected in January. Was a 10, ten million pound offer. Anyway, on that happy note, it's a good night from me. Good night from him.
getting ink done. He asked for a 13, but they drew a 31. Friends say he's trying to.